This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju Welcome, 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 welcome back to the new hype show. It's your boy Biz. I'm back. I'm black. Thank you. Have a seat. Roll a blunt. Stand up. Backflip. Whatever you want. If you your whip, put the seat back. Put your seatbelt on first, though. Turn me up and just ride out, baby. If you're on an airplane playing me right now, tilt your seat back. But if you're on Spirit, you probably can't tilt your seat back or Frontier or even Southwest. I don't think you could because... Anyways, if you're in first class, tilt that seat back. But if not, turn me up a little bit. Or, yo, share your headphones with your neighbor. Let them hear this show. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to everybody showing love to the new hype show. For the past, I want to say, three weeks, the streams have been overwhelming. The love has been overwhelming. And I'm truthfully, like, from the bottom of my heart, thankful for every last one of you. I said this in the past. If... Two people listen to my show. I'm so appreciative, but being that it's way more than that, of course, I'm very appreciative for every last one of you that takes the time to schedule my show every Friday in your life. Whether you're in the gym, whether you're, you're robbing, whether you're at work, whether you're commuting to work, whether you're working at home. Thank you so much. Like I'm, I'm ecstatic and proud. And I'm going to continue to deliver better quality in the upcoming seasons because we're in fourth quarter right now. So I got a lot of work to do. You know, 2020 has been hectic on everyone. It's been hectic on the world. So we've been tested and it looks like, yo, know, we we're going to pass with flying colors, although I think that this pandemic is going to last another two years. But we're going to hold it down. Right. But thank y'all for rolling with me. Thank y'all. Everybody's listening to New Hype Show. I appreciate you. I have two things I want to talk about that's been on my mind. Why is it that whenever somebody black becomes successful, it's either two things. They're Illuminati or they have to fuck to get to where they at. Why they just can't be talented or... And don't get it twisted. I'm the biggest conspiracy theorist on the planet. However, I'm just noticing that in our community, whenever one of us reaches that level of what, you know, the masses deem as success, where famous people are fucking with us, uh, our faces are on billboard, we're in magazines, we're on TV, they think that we sold our soul or, you know, we, we got fucked to get it or, you know, a, a woman has to get fucked to get to where, you know, she's at. Although those things may be true in certain situations, yes, but... It's with everybody. I have successful friends. And I got haters on the other side. Oh, how that person made it. Oh, they probably suck dick or they probably joined Illuminati. I'd be like, God damn, every black person that, that made it or is successful is Illuminati? I think Illuminati, labeling somebody Illuminati is a new word for hate, no? The more and more, you know, I'm getting into this certain headspace, the less I want to be around certain people. You know, I'm I'm moved because I'm I'm important. I'm of importance. I'm very important. And I can't be around certain energies because I hear how they speak about other people and how other people make it. I got this one friend who exploded. Megastar came from nothing, has the whole world right now in the palm of their hands. See their face every day, whether it's on a billboard, TV screen. Whatever it is. See them all over the uh, 
the explore page on IG. And then I'll get people who hit me up from time to time. Hey, did that person do that? I'm like, yo, get away from me, man. Or how come this person ain't help? Get the fuck away from me, man. Get away from me. And another thing, too. You motherfuckers better get out, get out that, in, that entitlement mentality and that a person that comes from your block and they make it, they're supposed to come back and help you. No, the fuck they not supposed to. If they choose to, that's cool. If y'all wasn't fucking with them before, why would they blow up and come help you? For what? Granted, I reach a certain level of success and I'm in good financial, you know, a good financial space. Absolutely, I help out a few of the guys where I'm from and the neighborhood. I'm from there because it bred me. I was taught a lot by guys in that neighborhood. I don't owe them anything, but I choose to give. Yes. However, a cat from my neighborhood blows the fuck up and he don't come back and give. So fucking what? He got up, he got his ass up and he made something for himself or she or whoever, whomever. And they made something for themselves as they should. Help your fucking self. Be of use or just stay useless. Stop with that loser's mentality. Everybody always fucking wants something. What's the difference between me and that person right there? Nothing. They got up, they got up off their fucking ass and they went and did it. And they used their resources and they went and did it and got wealthy and got the fuck up out the hood. Oh, he ain't keeping it real. He can't come back. Why the fuck would I want to come back to the slums? Yo, it's really a fucking mentality because growing up, you know, we just go outside, we on the block, we chilling. And for guys that are just used to that, that's all the fuck they're going to be used to for the rest of their life. I've seen guys with money that only feel comfortable standing on the corner. On my recent trip back, I went and I was hanging. I went back home, New York, Brooklyn, and drove around my old neighborhood. You know, I pulled up. I was by the gas station and I noticed as I looked down the block, I seen some of the same old fucking cats in the same fucking position that they was years ago. It's the comfortability. They live in this fucking fishbowl where you go to Clarkson, you go to Rutland, you go to Remsen, you go to 98th Street. That's their world. They're comfortable. When you take them out of that neighborhood, they're jumping out like a fish, you know, coming out of a fishbowl. It's sad. And I think at a certain age, you got to stop blaming, oh, my parents, oh, you know, my family. I think conditioning stops at a certain age when it comes to certain things like that. And for example, me, my children, my children have traveled a lot. They hey, travel. I mean, to me, we used to have them out early traveling, moving around, going places, showing them the world, showing them like, yo, where you at is not the end all be all. You can move around. You know what I'm saying? And they still haven't tapped into nothing yet. Even though they've been places, yes. But we still have the rest of the world to explore. And that's why I said on a previous show, I'm going to, you know, once my finances reach a certain level, I know I can help out without even having to think about it financially. I'm going to get a couple of guys on a plane from my neighborhood or Ghettoville, USA, any neighborhood you name. And they're good students. Hey, pay for all their passports. 
get on my private plane and I'm taking them around. We're going to go on a trip, two week trip, anywhere they want to go. Put them on a plane. Some of these guys just go over the bridge, just go over the bridge, go to the city. As my boy Fresh Fiend would say, you know, love your city, youngin. Get off the block. And when I say get off the block, I, I, I don't mean just physically, mentally as well. I remember I used to, you know, when I was moving and shaking, I had a cat that I was cool, cool cat, but he was just still mentally hood. It's cool. It's cool to still carry some of those hood values because hood values, some of it is cool. Some of it, not all of it. Some of it is cool. You know, loyalty, honor, respect, shit like that. Well, you know what? I can't even say that's just hood rules. That's just life rules in general. But to bring this cat around, you know, try to give him a little bit of culture, take him out to certain places. He would just act totally. I'm like, yo, bro, relax, you know, chill. You can't do certain things like that. And, you know, me and myself coming up, I was, you know, I I used to travel a lot as a kid. My parents took me places. If it wasn't out the country, it was... It was somewhere. It was something nice, and I got to see different cultures. We used to go up to Canada a lot. And, it's a, you know, it's a lot of Caribbean people up there, but just seeing something different other than New York, my pops used to take me in the countryside in PA, or I would go out to, like, Boston. I would go to um somewhere in the Midwest, would drive out to the Carolinas. It's just something. It was, it was just out of the norm, the block. Why the fuck would I want to park a Bentley? In the hood. For what? It, no, you know what? It sounds cool. Because when I was younger, I would have probably did that shit. It sounds cool, look cool, but the wolves is hungry. I'm not showing them my plate. I'm broke. When I come around, nigga, I'm broke. Oh, I ain't got it. Nope. No, 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 no. I ain't got it. There's no way I'm doing all of this to go backwards, to lose it. Say, Bez, you can't come back to the hood. So, like buying chicken from behind a bulletproof glass was fucking elite and exquisite. Like, I really want to go go through that again. Buying the cheapest fucking food in a, in a grocery store. Like, I really want to live through that again. We got to get out of this loser's mentality. Like, being at the bottom is the shit. And making you feel bad for being fucking wealthy and rich. And you must be out of your mind. I like nice things. I like fine china. I like good feats. I'm not hustling for some fucking, for some Dior's to go back to sleep in the hood or to go back on an air mattress. That don't make no fucking sense to me. Y'all got to start making sense with the things y'all say and y'all do. Me, when I go on IG, Twitter or whatever, whatever, because the internet is our life now. The internet to me is fake. It's not real life. But when I see images of Guys that look like me, they on G4s, G5s, they sitting poolside in some fucking foreign country, you know, or they sit there in some clear water. They show me their passport, going on a private jet to Africa. I'm like that. I, shit like that. I like shit like that. I don't know about you. I like winning. I like winners. I want to be around winners. Winners are guys that used to lose, but just kept going. Those are winners. Those are not losers. They just say, you know what? I'm not going to stay down. I'm knocked down, but I'm not staying down. Stop with the loser's mentality. Stop with the, oh, he made it. He can't come back over here. Okay, I'm good. Fuck what I want to go to a housing project that I left. But you know what? Again, you'll have those guys who think that's the shit to do. I'm not going to be around 
I'm not coming around. I'm going to take whoever was with me and ready to do anything. I'm going to show them some opportunity. But what's the point of going back to the block for what? To stunt on a bunch of people who don't have nothing? The only way I'm going to go back is if I'm helping. And and me helping is not a, oh, I have to. Do, no, 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 no. That's a choice I made to help. We see it all the fucking time. And I think Boozy one time on a Vlad interview said, you know, most guys die in a fucking city. You know, if you're a rapper or entertainer, you're from that city. You get killed in your city. And he was right. I mean, the biggest one that we've seen was Nipsey. Where did Nipsey die? Right in front of his fucking store. Where? On his block. Doing what? Helping his people. See what I'm saying? So that's not going to deter you from wanting to do something. Died, shot cold blood in front of, and then got kicked. The good guy. I mean, granted, he was, he was a gang member. Yes, he was. But we're not going to judge him for his past. We're going to judge him for his future, see where he was going. His trajectory looked up. Victory lap. Smoked on his block. This shit is disgusting, man. I reach a level of success. I'll go on the internet, see a nigga say, yo, biz can't come back to his block. You absolutely right, brother. You got it. You stay there and run the block that you don't own. You stay there and eat the fucking chicken from behind the bulletproof window. You stay there, sleep on the air mattress in your baby, your third baby mama's crib. You stay there and share MetroCard with your family. I'm Gucci. Oh, Biz got famous. Oh, he's Illuminati. Oh, he got fucked in his ass. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying shit like that don't happen because we all know it do. But every fucking successful black person just couldn't be successful off their own merit. Couldn't have went to school. Couldn't have hustled. Couldn't have, like, come on, man. We got to stop that shit for real. Stop making success a bad thing. Stop making me or not me, but just stop trying to make people feel, you know, regret for being successful. That shit don't make no sense. Isn't that the end? Isn't that the end, the end game? To get off a of fucking Bushwick, to get off a of fucking Nostrand and, and Linden, to get off a of fucking um, Nine First and, and Clarkson. Isn't that the goal? So we all out here hustling just to stay the same, just to out ghetto each other just like a park this nice uh, $100,000 car in a neighborhood with an income is only twenty five to 35000 now tell me if that makes sense for me to pull up in front of Van Dyke houses in Brownsville in a Rolls Royce which costs four hundred and fifty grand to stunt stunt on who we sure as hell ain't stunting First of all, the block name is Van Dyke, which is named after one of the Dutch settlers. And I'm pretty sure his lineage, his family, they run everything. And those projects are ran by the city or privately owned by those Jews. Yeah, I'm, I'm real. I'm motivated. That, that's the life I want to live. It's crazy. I was having this conversation with my eldest daughter. We were riding around and we were just talking about life and success. And, and I said, yo, you want to have a 
brand new car, brand spanking new, and live in a, you know, in a, you know, just some regular shit. Or have a, you know, not a hoopty, but just a regular car, but with a big ass house. My daughter was like, give me the big house. She was like, I don't care. She was like, once I got, I own my stuff and I own my land and I got my own. I said, exactly. I got to keep you in that mind in that mindset. However, there's nothing wrong with having both. You can have the nice car and the house, but I'm just trying to show her perspective. Because some people wouldn't have chose that. They want the nice car to pull up in the hood and to start on people that don't have it, which makes no sense. Because then when he gets robbed, he ain't going to have it either. So now we back in the same fucking position, stupid. And you rappers that have this fucking fixation of going back to your neighborhood, all your jewels on, showing these fucking wolves. Stop dangling a fucking carrot in their face, man. All right. So I want to talk about awards. Everybody's up in arms about the, you know, it's Grammy time right now. Nominations just dropped and every fucking body are in their feelings right now. A few years ago, I want to say I'm usually great with receipts. I got to find this post. This had to be, I want to say, four to five years ago. I put up a post and I think it was probably around Grammy time. I, I don't know. Maybe it was Oscars. I don't know. So I put up a post. Of course, the blacks were crying again. And I spelled blacks B-L-A-X. Oh, we didn't get it nominated. That's wrong. Crying. Going crazy over these nominations. And I, I typed something on Facebook and a couple of people disagreed with me. They disagreed with me. One of my homegirls, I told her too, she disagreed with me and we spoke about it too. I know she's listening to the show. If you're listening, yes, I'm talking about you. You know who I'm talking about. She commented, and this is what I said, but I'm going to tell you her comment. She goes, yeah, but it, it, it would never be the same. It's not equal to it. But now let me tell you what I said for her to give that response. I said, blacks, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember what I wrote, but I remember the, you know, the basis of the lecture, basically. I said, yo, why are we always fucking crying for attention from these white folks? Politics is ran by an old white man. The banks are ran by an old white man. Hip hop is ran by an old white men. These networks are ran by old white men. What the fuck do y'all expect? Y'all cry about the same shit every fucking year. Yet, we don't regard the BET Awards in that way. We don't dress up red carpet for the BET Awards. But you want to suck the Grammys cock because you didn't get one? Who the fuck are they to say what our music is? Who the fuck is they? We don't control our culture. Obviously, we don't control it. Our awards, our music, our movies is all ran by them. However, BT Awards, NAACP Awards, although BT is ran by Viacom, a white company, yes. But when we go to the BT Awards, Black Entertainment Television, yes. Y'all motherfuckers don't treat it like it's the Grammys or the Oscars. Why don't we hold our own in those type of regards so we won't feel bad? Yeah, getting a Grammy will be good. But basically, in my status, I was saying that. I said, yo, why don't we do our own shit? Treat the BET Awards as we would the fucking Oscars or the Grammys. Hold it up like that. Make that shit prestigious. Roll up with the fucking red carpet with our tuxes on. And treat it like that. 
But no, you want to cry for the Grammys every fucking year. It was evident they wasn't fucking with us from the beginning. For those that recall, you could go do your homework. I think Fresh Prince, if I'm not mistaken, he won the first Grammy for rap. And it wasn't televised. Jay-Z himself boycotted the Grammys for years because hip-hop wasn't televised. Then when they finally started televising the hip-hop, they started choosing these fucking records that we ain't never heard of from artists. We were like, eh, that, that didn't deserve a Grammy. From these old white men who obviously didn't know shit about the culture. But yet, what, what do we do every fucking year? We cry, kick, and complain. At this point, it's just fucking insanity. Why the fuck are y'all crying and complaining for when we have our own? Y'all keep screaming black owned, black owned, but y'all, y'all not showing it. I think Drake released a statement. The Weeknd released a statement. Um, QC, Quality Control, they released a statement like in regards to Lil Baby getting snubbed. Weeknd got snubbed, even though he put out some fire. But you know what, though? Serves all of y'all the fuck right. All these fucking years, y'all crying, yet nobody said, yo, let's create our own. Or nobody said, yo, you know what? Fuck that. The BT Hip Hop Awards is about to be the fucking our Grammys. Or the BT Awards is going to be our Grammys. How about that? Look at all the nominees. You know, you see Justin, uh, Just, uh, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift. Come on. And I'm not saying their music is not good, but I can name 20 other black artists who put out better projects. From the Grammys to the Oscars, it's the same fucking thing. And I think that when black artists win, actors or actors, whatever, win the big one, it's always like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. These white people, these white folks fucking with us. Fuck that shit. Even though, like I said, to get a Grammy, it'd probably be dope. If I got one, I'll feel good. However, I'm not going to hold it as the end all be all. Nas, one of my favorite. He's number two on my list all time. One of my favorite rappers. Nas owns zero Grammys. But he's put out. Countless monumental classics. And I won't talk about classics in a few, but he's put out fucking immaculate music. Nas owns zero Grammys, and I've never heard Nas cry about it. Maybe he does give a fuck, but he's like, you know what? What it is, what it is. The Grammys really don't define me. Take away the Grammys from all your favorite artists. Will they still be your favorite artists? Yes. I just wish they can see that. I'm pretty sure Jay-Z's going to still be Jay-Z regardless. But we, what, what, the white ice is colder? Why are we always holding this white man to give us, to tell us the standard? When we create culture, we create that shit. Why we always got to wait on the white man for his stamp of approval? Oh, this is album of the year. No, this is. Old white men has been running the world for so long. Have you seen any investment for color people since then? No. What makes you think you're going to see an investment when it comes to the music? Or the movies? When we win, it's like a hair damn award. Yeah, fuck it. We got to give it to one of them. Just to, That's what it feels like. And you know what? Shout out to Nicki Minaj, who has supported the BT Awards for years. She gets snubbed. But you know what? I appreciate her support of her own. I could appreciate it. She's got dubbed for fucking Grammys. And I, you know what? And me, myself, I'm a hypocrite because I got on here and made fun of her. Only reason I did was because Nicki, 
like she holds, you know, she with the Grammys, and I was like, eh. I was a hypocrite. I got on. I was a hypocrite. I got on hand. I made fun of her. So, and I only made fun of her because of the whole Cardi thing. I was like, Nikki's gonna kill herself. Cardi get a Grammy, but I don't hold it to that standard. Nas is still one of my goats. He don't have a, a Grammy. Take away all of Kanye's Grammys, will he still be Kanye? Yes, the fuck he would. Four forty four. One of Jay Z's best fucking albums didn't get shit. And y'all was on the internet complaining. Create your own or, or keep crying. Drake, one of our biggest artists in the past 20 years, he said something on his IG. But you know, Drake, he does have the complexion for the protection and he is one of, you know, he is Jewish, so he might get some leeway with that. The weekend was robbed. Yes, he was. But again, why y'all don't complain when y'all get robbed for BT Awards? Because y'all don't hold black award shows to that same standard, right? Exactly. I would probably cry more if I ain't get a BT award. Knowing me, I'd be like, damn, BT, I ain't get nominated for that shit. Because it's by my own. If it's not by my own, I could really care less who's judging my music but my own. Go look at these Grammy boards. They'll sprinkle one or two that look like us on these boards to shut us up. Not because they want to have us on these boards. No. Until we create our own, y'all going to keep fucking crying and I'm going to keep laughing every year and I'm going to say, shut the fuck up. So <laughs> I think two, maybe three days ago, I put up a, a a status regarding what 50 Cent said about Pop Smoke album. I said, basically, 50 Cent said Pop Smoke's album is a classic. And I felt he was wrong. Now, I posted it because I, you know, I say whatever I want on Facebook. I say, you know, what's on my mind. Nine times out of ten, it's always about music, what I'm posting. Everybody knows me for that. And appreciate y'all that we go back and forth in healthy conversation. If y'all don't agree with me or not, I appreciate the back and forth. Um, yeah. So I said Pop Smoke album is not a classic. I had quite a few that agreed with me and a few that didn't agree with me. One of those, shout out to my boy Fresh Fiend of the Podium Podcast. Shout out to him. One of the best podcasts. I really, I fuck with that podcast. So he disagreed with me, you know. And he explained why. He actually explained why on his show as well. Shout out, you know, shout out to Mark for that again. But, um, yeah. So one of the young men commented and said, yo, yeah, sold this. And they played on the radio there. So I said, does that constitute a classic? Okay, he didn't reply. Mark was just basically like, yo, if you're over 25, you have no reason to critique, you know, the music or whatever. And I was like, ah, ah, hold up. I disagree with that. Me, they're going to consider me the old dude in the room. Cool. I, that don't bother me. But to say that I can't critique or have a, a take on the music that's happening now, I think that's kind of unfair. And, and don't get me wrong. I appreciate Pop Smoke, but I don't think the album... That's not going to be a timeless album. It's not. He does have classic records on the album. Yes, I would agree. Yes, Dior, Dior. Come on. That's a moment. The dance, everything. Woo. Woo. My kids do that shit. That shit is fire. Welcome to the party. Of course. Welcome to, well, was welcome to party on the album? He used that 50 Cent Many Men sample. Fire. Of course, I see why 50 would say the album is classic. But no, it's not a classic album. And I'm, and, and I'm not dissing the project. 
But in the grand, you know, in the grand scheme of things, what Mark was saying that, you know, if you're over a certain age, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't, dis- and I wasn't discrediting, you shouldn't, uh, basically I shouldn't critique it. And I was like, you know, I disagree with that because I'm a music listener. I listen to, in fact, I love, I'm the one that's always championing the new cats. I don't like these old niggas. I'd be like, get these old niggas and their opinions the fuck, because they just hate. I'm objective with it. I like the little Uzi who got dubbed for fucking uh, Grammy as well. Little Baby album was fire. Fucking Trippy Red, St. John. Even on St. John, he's up there like 35 years old. He's still considered new, relatively new. Um, Lil Baby, I said Lil Baby, the Baby, Roddy Rich, all of them. I fuck with all the new, you know, some of the underground cats coming up too. I fuck with all of them. And some of them are making fucking fire. And some, eh. As a music lover and a guy that, you know, I'm into the culture, I have a right to critique the music. Hell yeah, I do. I don't critique it from a place of hate because I see that's what some of the older cats, they just diss all the shit. I say, you can't say that. Did you listen to the body of work first? I listen to bodies of work. I listen to albums and I make my own critique. But Pop Smoke did have a, a movement, you know, we that dance alone. He, yo, he made uh, Dior super popular. And again, look what we do. Look what the blacks do for these designers. And do we see any benefits for it? But that's a whole other show. But shout out to Mark, though. You know, we we go back. We went back and forth on it off the off the record. Though. But shout out to him. You know, we engage in healthy discussions. And that's what I appreciate, too, with, you know, with certain people. We can have healthy discussions regarding music. And even though, like I said, even though we're not agree- in agreement to certain things, we can have these discussions, which is dope. I love having these music discussions because then I and, you know, and he, he said some stuff that made sense to me, too. He said some stuff where I was where I thought about it and I was like, hmm, you know, when in comparison to 50. See, and I told Mark this, too. I said, yo, what 50 had, the music was timeless as well. I'm not going to say Pop Smoke Music is trash because it's not because he does have an audience that that's going to resonate with. But on a grand scale, when Get Rich hit, you know, 50 got shot. People were wearing the wife beaters. 50 could have dropped a blank disc. So people were wearing the wife beaters. People were buying the game. They were fucking, they was trying to get Brolic like 50. They bought the Gucci suspenders. They was just, it was G-Unit everything. Everybody was G-Unit. You know what I'm saying? But what also helped 50 the music matched the movement. It matched it and it's timeless. That's why Pop Smoke would sample a many men 20 years after its initial release. That's what I'm saying. Pop's album, you know, he died. God bless that man and his family. I don't think it's, you know, and I'm not comparing the two albums, but why albums like Get Rich or Die China Forever is going to be monumental. The music. I'm not going to play Pop Smoke's probably his whole album in 20 years maybe maybe not it won't have that same impact i which i'm sure it's not and i'm not dissing him but get rich or die trying and i'm using that album because that's what you know me we was talking about but it's nah and people are calling it timeless i'm like how this album just dropped too it just dropped 2020 so how the hell am i calling it timeless within six you know a few months nah no we ain't doing that certain albums though off the gate, you can tell it's going to be monumental. This is not one of those albums. And again, I listen to the, all the new young stuff I follow, especially, I'm, you know, I love the baby. I fuck with the baby. I think he put out one of the you know, dope projects this year. You know, he's putting out music you know, on a continuous basis. Shit is fire. 
Meg just dropped her album. You know, it wasn't whack, but it wasn't for me. But yeah, all you old dudes, man, you know, get out, listen to some of this stuff that's coming out. Don't be that old guy. I got kids. My kids put me on the music. I don't think, you know, certain records should be called a classic. You know what I mean? But I know the movement in New York with the, you know, the whole dance and the Dior's and everything. It's crazy because I was out there. You could feel it. You could feel it. It didn't feel, you know, when we was outside with G-Unit, you know, and whatever. It didn't feel like that, but you felt it. But yeah, man, I appreciate y'all for rocking out with me, for giving me some time. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of things that I'm working on. And I please, 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 I need y'all to check out X Mellow X clothing line. Super dope. I've been rocking with with Gabe Mello. He's the founder and the owner of the clothing line for years. Been rocking his gear for years. And right now, they moving right now. So I might need y'all to, yo, y'all might want to go cop a couple pieces, man. Because his stuff is super limited and they go like this, like that. So make sure y'all check out X, M-E-L-O-X. On IG, and you can go to the site, purchase some gear. Tell them Biz sent you. I mean, you probably see me because you know I am a hired model now, so you know. And and I'm also an ambassador of the clothing line. So if you guys have any questions about it, please reach out to me. I'll put a link in the description. You go there, shop. Tell them I sent you. Check out those pieces. Hit them up on IG. He does custom pieces as well. It's it, it's dope. And you know, and please look out for the documentary that's going to be dropping real soon. And you know. If you're walking in Times Square, you see a billboard, snap a picture. You know what I'm saying? But yo, it's a new hype show. It's your boy Biz, and I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Be sure to get at me on social media. Hit me on Instagram at It's The New Hype Show. And Twitter, It's The New Hype. And you can find me on Facebook at The New Hype Show. Send comments, questions, or if you just want to say fuck you, or if you want to send me a donation, holla at me. It's The New Hype Show.